back to Double Distills, or welcome to, this is our first episode. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> um, so, we're going to start this off by just letting you know that we've had a bit of a change of our episode this week. If you listen to our trailer, you'll be expecting us to be talking about our lockdown routines and what's on our bedside tables. However, we kind of thought that this week's episode should be about something that is prevalent in the media at the moment. Um, we thought it was quite important to discuss this and to break the taboo, which is what our podcast is all about. Yeah, getting down to the core. Um, so, and then I feel like you had a fact for us this week. Oh yeah, I did. Um, so at the moment I'm reading this book called The Puzzle of Sex by Peter Vardy, Ooh. which is actually really interesting. And at the beginning of the book, actually, I found this fact and it really shocked me. Um, the fact is that in Spain, the age of consent is 13, and in some countries in the Arab, girls are married off and have had sex by the age of 10, um, basically by the first time they've had their period. And I just think this is so young, and how can someone that age give consent if they don't really know fully what sex is? I know I didn't at the age of 10. Um, yeah, yeah, that just seems just extraordinary, extraordinarily young. Um I think that's something you almost read about, like, centuries ago of um, younger women being yeah, married off and kind of moving from the father to the husband. You know, you can still see your dad walks you down the aisle when you're getting married. And that's kind of that transactional idea of women having no say. I yeah. feel like is Yeah, being married off. Something which has just seemed like a world away from, like, our current state. Um, and it just, especially in a country like Spain, which seems so westernized, it seems like just so strange that, um, that like the age of consent is so young, just almost like sexualizing young children yeah, when they have I... no say in it. Exactly. Um, I I was um, watching a documentary done by Stacey Dooley. Um, a while ago which was looking at how young children in Japan are sexualized and it's not like in a cutesy way which is kind of how you expect yeah like girls age 12 are like the epitome of like sexy sexual objects yeah yeah it's so weird like you go to a bar and there's like these really young girls that are serving you and not like I feel like in the UK maybe it's like I don't know 18 like yeah that's when like people started to see as like really sexy or whatever yeah like in Japan it's like super young um, it is and it's still like like you said like the father figure thing like you're still being brought up by your mother and your father maybe just one parent but I I just don't really can't grasp the concept that children are being sexualized by people who are their father like men of their father's yeah. age when they should be still being brought up by their fathers and yeah yeah like, nurtured rather than being sexualized exactly yeah I am I, um, I read something in um the Guardian probably about three years ago now where they took down a painting which um was um painted in the Victorian era by John William Waterhouse and it was of these like young nymphs who were basically young girls and they were sexualized and they took down the painting as like an event and got people to put post-it notes up instead like talking about whether it's still okay to view these paintings from the past and because you know they sexualize young girls and if what like viewing it now yeah is is that still yeah um and 
I think there's so much like that's a real conversation about you know looking back at the past and is it okay to can we separate ourselves from it and I feel like we're separating ourselves from this idea of you know the young sexualized girl in the UK but um other things in the news at the moment seem to prove that quite wrong yeah like that's the thing it's so easy to criticize other cultures but I think ourselves as a country we still have so far to go for example like Zoella at the moment like being like put down and hated for talking about female sex toys and how disgusted people are by this and yeah I don't I just I mean I like it feels as though we've come a long way but this just seems like we're kind of undoing everything that we've come so far as I mean that doesn't I don't really know why I just said that doesn't make sense but do you know what I mean we're undoing how far we've come with feminism and yeah yeah I can't understand why I I I don't um, understand the desire to kind of hide away from the fact I understand that you know you don't want to be promoting like sex like underage sex Mm. or um sex of like young teenagers when perhaps looking at Zoella's demographic although she claims that it's between 25 and 30 yeah so um but I think um so Zoella's I think it was her website was originally put on an AQA GCSE um as part of the syllabus and yeah. after she reviews these texts the, the female sex toys she was taken off it which is where you know and kind of reprimanded for it mm. um and I feel like that act of taking it off is so it's like suppressing it and denying yeah. it perhaps more than it even was and making a statement out of the fact that it's taboo and it's so also it's making so much of yeah it's also making I was just gonna say it's also making women feel as though they should be ashamed about like yeah. enjoying sex and sexual pleasures and masturbating and like what that's it's a natural occurrence as a human being like you that naturally you want to be doing stuff like that as a human being so I can't understand why like women should not be able to talk about that yeah if it was a group of men talking about it it would be like do you know like men males masturbating is a completely normal topic to talk about but for women yeah. it's almost sh- it's shamed upon and it's thought as disgusting um I am in I remember when I was had sex ed at school they we I think we actually talked about you know men watching porn and then getting an unrealistic idea but there was literally no discussion about no. women doing the same and enjoying sexual pleasure at all yeah it was so kind of um geared towards the male gaze and the what you know like looking after the man yeah how to put on a condom but there was no kind of protecting yourself no, as a woman not at all like mutual enjoyment which um and the, do you feel like your sex education was adequate uh, personally I don't think that there was I like school went into enough depth about it I mean I learned how to put a condom on banana <laughs> yeah but <laughs> I left school not being very aware of many forms of contraception like for example the pill I didn't really know much about that and I think like that is definitely more important about learning how to put a condom on a banana like a bloody banana like mm. and I'm pretty sure I the only time I can actually remember having a a proper in-depth sexual education talk was literally one time and I I don't know I just I think especially like women girls need that more than men because obviously sex can lead to consequences for girls but 
and it's yeah. just it's not so deep like yeah no I really think it, it should be talked about more in school and not just about how to put condoms on about that you should as well as keeping yourself safe during sex it should be about being able to talk about it and not being ashamed about it and also like porn for example like I wonder how many people actually know what the women go through to to actually be able to put on porn websites and stuff like I remember reading about it and they have their vaginas cut and re-sewn so that it looks like an attractive vagina and they have them bleached and I just think how how can you like go through a life without knowing that and like receiving sexual gratitude from watching it when it's literally abuse um so unrealistic yeah just setting setting I feel like this gets talked about a lot by the like how unrealistic porn is and yeah talking like it's kind of well known but I I I didn't know that statistic um and I feel like that is just even more shocking it's crazy Mm. so just yeah how putting people through so much pain for like a little bit of sexual yeah and it also makes them feel ashamed about their bodies I don't know if you've watched the goop lab with Gwyneth Paltrow but um it's really interesting there's one on like female pleasure and um it's kind of like women feel if they do watch porn or whatever they see these like porn stars and they look perfect and then they look at themselves in the mirror and they look nothing like that and they think there's something wrong with them if their vagina doesn't mm. look the same or the boobs don't look the same or whatever and it's just all round it's just not good <laughs> at all yeah just setting up women to feel insecure about their bodies yeah. when you're just comparing to someone which is completely unrealistic you know false yeah and made up i know the whole thing is yeah but Sophie I'm interested actually what would you tell your younger self and younger generations of women and young girls if you if you could look back on your sex education and your time becoming to the age you are now yeah (laughs) the ripe age of 20 (laughs) um I I think um what I would say is take everything at your own pace yeah I agree Um, a lot and not feel pressured by what's going on around you naturally I think when you're growing up and you're all going through puberty at different ages there's this kind of natural tendency to compare yourself you know definitely did you get your period oh I've got my period yeah um like oh um you're wearing a proper bra now rather than one which is just like (laughs) a sports bra yeah um so much chat in the changing rooms um but I felt like even even when you're getting to later on stages in life you know going to uni everyone has had such different experiences and that's okay and um you know um you don't need to feel the pressure to conform and feel like you need to have done everything before you've got there or and just um take life as it comes like yeah yeah and understand what you want not feeling like pressure to lose your virginity no exactly or having not just um yeah see what happens enjoy I completely I feel like there's a there's such a tendency to like rush yeah the need to grow our society is so fast-paced that it just rubs off on us yeah you want to be an adult and then you just don't enjoy your time exactly yeah which I feel like you've got your whole life links back yeah links back to the idea of you know the consent age of 13 or people being married off like just I feel 
when I don't know I I went to a very like a rural primary school and it was all very innocent Mm. and it just allowed us to like have so much freedom and enjoyment as like a kid yeah like I I genuinely didn't know what a period was until like yeah and it was I think that's so important and I I don't know I don't know if that's being lost now yeah I think the other thing is um in like when I went to primary school it was I think well I went up to year eight my school my first school and I remember in year seven actually sex education started and I personally felt that was a bit too young um but I think like nowadays like younger people engage in sexual activity a lot sooner than when we were that age so I think Mm. you have to like you don't want to be it to be too early but you also don't want it to be too late you know like that has to be like the the time that's right for the majority of people and I think year seven there's definitely a balance balance. yeah I think year seven potentially could be a bit young but then I suppose it what normally people go into secondary school is it year six you move so then oh it is year seven okay so So, maybe actually that's the right but um yeah I agree with what you were saying like don't let societal pressures pressure you into making your decision when and who to have sex with or just anything else mm. in life and don't compare yourself to others because everybody's different everybody feels ready to do things at different times and it's you and when you feel ready to do them that's the most important thing I think yeah the power of yeah. you have the choice <laughs> and I think people are trying to persuade you that you don't have the choice yeah perhaps or not so much that but you know all the pressures mm. going on and um, you kind of it's very easy to lose that sense of like individuality so easy, yeah. and like this is what I want to do um but I think that's what perhaps needs to be taught more of and I feel like that, that is maybe starting yeah. to come in a bit more with like discussion of consent and I think what you're going back to what you were saying about like when to when's a good age to start I I feel like it's important to start talking about it from a young a young like a young yeah. age in so that just so that you, you're aware like prepare people but there's definitely I I they like other side of the argument is that you still want your youth to, like, and yeah want, I think yeah. So it's really it is tricky. tricky but I think also like we've obviously just been addressing like it's been quite a feminist episode but I think also like the pressure yeah, on men definitely. and boys that is to also have sex is an issue as well and I think oh, yeah there are probably a fair amount I mean I don't really know but um, the boys listening to this might laugh at me for saying this but I think there may be <laughs> a fair amount of guys who potentially don't want to have sex at such a young age but because there's such mm-hmm. like living up to like lad lad culture, culture. Yeah, living up to the expectations that oh it's cool to have sex and like you go to a mates and you're like you're like oh yeah do you know what I mean like as it's shown in films um and that mm. kind of rubs off on you and I think also men need to kind of live life at their own pace as well and not just women yeah. I think everyone should kind of not let societal pressures take over <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> Good for balance yeah, in society where yeah everything is anyone can love whoever exactly. they want um and I think that's also an interesting point about like um LGBT um I guess when I was in year seven it wasn't really something that was talked about but I don't know now in um like if that's discussed in sex education because that's just as like another important aspect 
that wasn't covered in ours but I feel like that's maybe it's moved on so much hopefully yeah I was in school yeah um well I feel like this it has, been a great has. Chat. I've enjoyed it got, got down, down to, to the core <laughs> interesting yeah um I think just looking around the world and seeing how you like young people are treated and how they're educated to believe yeah. in like their personal self-worth and like their sexual yeah it's interesting it's really comparing interesting. all the different societies and religions yeah. and seeing the differences and everything um, and really kind of refocuses your own views on it. thank you so okay. much for listening yeah i hope yeah. you enjoyed um in our feminist yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't um, too intense but yeah next week actually <laughs> we will be back with our lockdown routines and rituals and yeah. what's on our bedside table so we hope you'll be tuning mm. in for our next episode Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you so much. Au for revoir. Bye bye. Bye.